0: Welcome to the Huntley Baptist Church Podcast. We hope that this message can be an encouragement to you today. Please feel free to contact us at huntleybaptist at or visit us at huntleybaptist.com. Yeah, this uh, term or half year or whatever it's going to be since Easter, we've been talking about helpful stuff to live the Christian life. We just felt you know, with all the kids coming home from Easter camp, it would be really cool to... Um, actually, I need my Bible. Where's that? Yeah. It would be really cool to um, just cover topics that really help us live the Christian life. And so we've talked on money and a few other things, but tonight um, we're talking about our priorities. What's the most important thing in our life? And Psalm 90 verse 12 says... Teach us to number our days that we may present to thee a heart of wisdom. Teach us to number our days that we may present to thee a heart of wisdom. In other words, what David's saying here is make the most of this life. Make the most of this life. There was once a farmer. Farmers are easy to mock, eh? So we'll call him Joe. There was once a farmer, Joe, who decided that conditions were perfect to plough a field and get a crop in. He went to start the tractor, but it was too low on oil to do the job. He searched right through the, throughout the shed for the oil, but realised he had none. So he went to start the ute to head out to town to buy some oil, but the lights had been left on and the batteries were flat. Yes, you guessed it. So he went to get the jumper leads from where he thought they might be, but realised the neighbour had borrowed them. So he rang the neighbour, he didn't answer, so he decides to walk over to the neighbours to get his jumper leads back. Quite annoying, really. Uh, but on the way, he gets talking to another neighbor because he's walking, he's going past the gate for the other guy who's been away overseas, so he has to listen to him talk about his trip to Aussie. He then gets to the, uh, finally gets the jumper leads, heads back, only to find that the goats got caught. his horns caught in the wire that, that ties him up. He gets the wire cutters from the shed, But on the way back to the goat, his wife rings to say, you better come ASAP because there's water all pouring out from under the bench and it's it's about to reach our new carpet. After fixing the broken pipe, untangling the goat, jump-starting the ute, buying 10 extra things in town while he was there, filling the tract with oil and telling the neighbours news to the wife, He slumps in his chair, only to hear that the weather forecast is all bad and not good for ploughing for the next week. (laughs) Does this sound a little familiar for you? Can anyone relate to this? (laughs) Is that how some of your days go? Not all of them, of course, but can you relate to that? Yes, I can relate to that. If you've got 12 things to do for the day, and they're all important, which one? deserve your time and that's how I feel most days so I felt it would be good and helpful to talk to you about it tonight and because we've only just got this one life here on earth to make a difference the first thing you need to do is listen to Mark's podcast of the July 14 sermon and hear about how we can make a difference so that's number one. Listen to the podcast on making a difference. Next, I want you to turn and tell the person next to you, just for one minute, some of the things that fill up your day. So ready, go. One minute to tell other people what fills up your day. Have a little talk and I'll get my, I'll get my only visual aid ready. <clears throat> So, some people have got a lot in their day, obviously. (laughs) I'd love to hear what Mark's day is. (laughs) Hey, some good discussion there. Some people have obviously got more to say than others. Anyway... I'm going to read uh, Psalm 90, verse 12 again. Teach us, O Lord, to number our days that we may present to thee a heart of wisdom. Um, I love this, that this scripture ends with the word wisdom. Because wisdom is... Yeah. Psalm 90, verse 12. Yeah, yeah. I love this, uh, this verse, and it's underlined in my Bible. And, um, you know, wisdom is both a gift and it's a lifetime pursuit of all things wise. It's not just a one-off thing. James 1 verse 5 says, If any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all men generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. So he's not going to hold out on us. He's not going to hold back this gift of wisdom. Uh, But it's a gift. But there's also... A little condition in verse 6. We're not to doubt when we ask. Okay, We ask without doubting, verse 6. So there's a little condition here, But going by the next few verses, I kind of think that if we believe we've fully attained wisdom, we're all done and dusted, yep, thanks God for this wonderful gift, then actually we haven't arrived at wisdom yet. And the wisest thing we can do Uh, with our one life is to then ask for God's help and wisdom to live it every day. It's a sort of a now and not yet thing, wisdom. After all, he designed life, amen? And he has a tailor-made plan for you and his word has some really, really valuable things and advice regarding setting our priorities. So it's kind of like, getting rocks into a jar. We've got a jar here and setting priorities is kind of like um, setting rocks in the jar. Now, if we place the right rocks in first, like the as in the bigger rocks of our life first, we find the smaller ones fill around the big one and it's a full life. And it's a... A complete life. You know, wise people become good rock choosers. And unwise people just let rocks choose them. So priorities are like different sized rocks. And I've got some different sized rocks here tonight that are going to fill our life, okay? So our life is sort of like an empty jar, but it can't stay empty for long. You just can't have an emptiness there because nature can't stand a vacuum. That means something will always fill the gap, a bit like Auckland traffic. (laughs) And if you ask a young person uh, what they've been doing, they generally say, oh, nothing. But in fact, they have been doing something. It's just that most likely it wasn't planned. And it was not too much pressure until mum's telling them to tidy the room or mow the lawn. But if we all saw how valuable time was, if we all just saw how precious and valuable time was, then especially when you're young, we wouldn't let the wrong rocks take up the best place, okay? Okay. Um, A Christian man who had become extremely successful in business and built big earth movers wrote a book called Mover of Men in Mountains. And he said, you can steal my money or waste my money, but don't waste my time. I can't make any more of that. Okay, so we've got some big rocks here. And this could be a big distraction it could even be lust or drugs or something we put that in our life and there's not much room for anything else okay so if we put that big rock in then probably it's come about because we didn't plan we didn't have a purpose and we didn't ask god for any wisdom but if we take that one out oh these are heavy all the way from Kiowa, and we put and we put God in the middle, like so, then there's room for plenty of other stuff that we're going to talk about very soon. Okay. Yeah, so priorities are like different-sized rocks that are going to fill our life. Our life is like the empty jar, like we've said. Um, Matthew 6, verse 33, I think is probably the, The the most amazing verse when it comes to setting priorities, it says, Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So if this is his kingdom and his righteousness, this rock, if that's the one we choose to put in first, all other things will just kind of flow out of that, naturally add to it. Okay. When God's kingdom is our top priority, it changes everything else that we could put in the jar. And you might be asking, why would I put that in first? Well, the answer is because when we get a revelation of what Christ has done for our salvation and what we designed for, everything else makes sense. This is a big rock because it determines where we spend eternity. You know, we're going to face two judgments. The first judgment is uh, the white throne judgment where all of what we've done is weighed up. But the second judgment is, is our name in the Lamb's book of life. And if it ain't, all the other stuff's really not going to count. So we need to have God's righteousness and kingdom in that bowl. That's our life. And another one that goes with it um, in response to that amazing gift of salvation that Christ has won for us on the cross is Romans 12 verse 1. I urge you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. I love that. You know, if we want to worship God all week, we stay consistent and we live for him every day. It's not just about raising hands or our songs we sing. We have to present him bodies that are a living and holy sacrifice. So from these two verses, we get the most important rocks what God's done for us, and how we respond back to him. Are you getting this? Okay. So, next, we need to put in the middle-sized rocks, okay? So we put a few of these in. And I brought too many. So (laughs) that's enough. (laughs) I need a bigger life. (laughs) But anyway, and these middle-sized rocks, they are the decisions we make about our lifestyle and our value system. We can be saved, but we can still pretty much be living a a value system that's not reflecting... uh, Jesus' uh, value system or his presence in us. We can be selfish, can't we? You know, once we know our names are in the Lamb's Book of Life, we can still make selfish decisions. But whether we're aware of, of it or not, every rock that goes in is shaping our values. Everything we decide to take on or to become or to to learn is shaping us and our values. We're going to read Luke 12, 16 to 21. Um, This is a very basic, simple sermon, but it's very profound. Okay. And he told them a parable saying, the land of a certain rich man was very productive. And he began reasoning to himself saying, what shall I do since I have no place to store my crops? And he said, "'This is what I'll do. "'I'll tear down my barns and build larger ones, "'and there I will store all my grain and my goods. "'And I'll say to my soul, "'Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years to come. "'Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry.' "'But God said to him, "'You fool, this very night "'your soul is required of you, and now "'who will own what you have prepared?' Yeah, now on the face of it, it's sort of like almost, oh, I can't be in business. But the key word Jesus is using here about this guy was the word I. Let's read it again, and we're going to emphasize the I. I. And and he told them a parable, saying the land of a rich man was very productive. And he began reasoning to himself, saying, What shall I do, since I have no place to store my crops? And he said, This is what I will do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones, and there I will store all my grain, and I will say to my soul, etc., did you pick it up? What's his problem? Oh. I, the big eye. <laughs> and um, the antidote to selfish decisions is to act quickly by faith to how. God says to live our lives. If he tells us to build a bigger barn and get core steel to build it, then that's fine. (laughs) But if it's my barn and I want to do it and I will build a bigger barn, then that's the problem, isn't it? He was consumed with himself. Jesus compared those who hear good advice and don't listen to a man who builds his house on the sand but he compares a man who does act on what he's heard to one who builds on the rock let's read Matthew that's that story Matthew 7 24 to 27 therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them may be compared to a wise man who built his house upon the rock And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and burst against that house, and yet it did not fall, for it had been founded upon the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew, and burst against that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Yeah. Oh, that was uh, Matthew 7, 24 to 27. Okay. You know, I'm sure you've heard about the guy who was so busy climbing the ladder of success that he loses friends and family only to find at the top of the ladder that it's leaning against the wrong wall. The middle-sized rocks are those things we decide on our own without asking God that form values and lifestyle. They're They're the times when we've heard from the Lord and we don't act on it. They're the things that we know to be true and we don't do them. And the Lord says that's like building on the sand but if we hear the word of the lord and we do it that's like building on the rock simple huh and then we finally get to the small rocks and these little rocks they're just the day to day stuff oops that make make or break relationships Pretty noisy, these Kiowa stones, aren't they? You should hear when they tip off the loader onto the truck deck. Just about need earmuffs. <laughs> but see, we can, we, can, we can fit a lot of these in now because, and not be overflowing, because we've done the big stuff right, see? We got all the big rocks in the bottom. And then we got the medium ones. And now we're getting the little ones. And they're the little words we say to our family. They're the kind words or the sharp words we say to our family. They're the things that just are the small, everyday stuff, you know. How's it going at your your heart, at your family level? Are you thanking the people around you? Are you thanking people for a job well done? Are you not sweating the small stuff? Getting upset over these little wee issues that maybe break a a relationship? Are you going the extra mile for somebody? Showing kindness in the workplace, at, at your work. You see, when the jar is full with the right rocks in order we experience what john said what jesus said we'd experience in john 10 verse 10 i came that they might have life life in all its fullness see he wants a balanced full life i want to say we can't actually alter the jar that we start with but salvation sacrifice and building christ-like character are the choices we make with the jar we're given so back to our farmer (laughs) if our farmer joe and this is a bit tongue in cheek so bear with me this is meant to be funny so back to our farmer if farmer joe had only been wise enough on a wet day to buy the oil hook up the plough and be prepared for the only break in the weather. In order to get the cropping on time, he would have got the job done, been home for lunch, seen the leak in the kitchen before the damage occurred and rescued the goat on the way back to sow the crop. Happy wife, happy life, kindness to animals and a good crop. (laughs) All the rocks in the jar in in the right order. So choose your values well. Choose to serve God and his kingdom first, family second, and then our work and our ministry third. God first, family second, work and ministry third. We can't alter the jar we start with, but we can make the choices of how we fill it. Amen. Teach us, O Lord, to number our days that we might present to Thee a heart of what? Wisdom. This is wisdom. Amen. Let's pray. Yeah, Lord, we just pray that You would just allow us to remember these things when it really matters, when we're about to be grumpy or upset with, with our, the ones we love the most when we're about to say a sharp word or a negative word about someone else to be critical or judgmental, Lord. Just help us. Those are the little rocks. Help us, Lord, with the bigger choices to always pray and ask your advice to not just say, I'll do this if it suits me, but Lord, to ask you and to finally be so grateful for your salvation every day give thanks and praise for your salvation it's precious it's like gold in our life we just can't ever thank you enough we can't ever praise you enough and we can't over praise you so god thank you thank you thank you for salvation in jesus name amen thanks for listening to the huntley baptist church podcast we hope that it has been an encouragement to you. Please feel free to contact us at huntleybaptist@extra.co.nz or visit us at huntleybaptist.com.